Okay. Okay. All right. Let's record. Let's just do this. (laughs) Let's start. (sighs) Carlos, give me back my um my grinder here. (laughs) Ah. Carlos is responding to all the people on Grinder right now. Letting know that Ernie is open for business. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. I'm going to close the curtains. Oh, people were looking in, stealing shit. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello. Still here. Go ahead. Hi. Okay. Okay, ready? You sound really loud. Oh, because I am really loud. But I mean, like, over my headphones. No, he's just really loud. Really? Okay, see. maybe. I might be, yeah, I'm, Hello. I'm not peeking. I mean, I'm Are not, not clipping. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see here. I sound really loud? To me. Yeah, because you, um, I can look at the waveform and you're like, you're always up and like the rest of us are like, see where I am? Like, I'm um, just in. I know, you got to speak up. See, we're indoor. It's indoor voices. You got to, <laughs> you have to speak up because then I have to raise your guys' levels all the time. <laughs> then it feels like I'm it's yelling at it's you. It's just because Ernie's deaf. Because uh-uh. <laughs> I project. Huh? What? Huh? Huh? Welcome everyone to another week of Wukukui. This is Ricky Ariza. And Ernesto Ortiz. And joining us today, again, Eligio Carlos Ramirez. What up, bitches? What? was that? He's out I've from broken behind. through the glass. I was going to say, he's out from behind the glass. <laughs> yeah, we're on special location today. We're not in a regular studio. We're in Ernie's apartment. Yeah. Wow. And uh, 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 yeah, and we have to turn off the AC to record this show and like, like every and i'm though. uh i'm burning up already what's going on i don't you're just thinking about it a lot yeah, talking about it a lot i get hot like yeah these lights are pretty intense actually yeah, they are pretty intense oh, leds God. yeah these leds uh yeah all right you guys keep talking what's going on how's, how's everyone doing you're doing crowd work how are you two doing how's how are you guys doing today are you guys together are you no so how's it going, uh, Carlos? Is that how's better? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's a, sh- it's shake. Like now we're in the dark. You should know that Ernie just <laughs> no. turned off the lights over it's us. Mood. It's, it's mood. Lighting. Moody. it's mood lighting. It's a show about the kukui. So we got to set the mood. Our first show was done by candlelight. Um, we did. We did right. do. Okay. Our first All right. Show. Sorry. I'm sorry. How was your week, Carlos? How's it been? How have you been? We haven't 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 had you on in a minute. Yeah. Um. That's uh. Just been working on my house. Um. Just trying to uh figure out how to do wiring and electrical and uh you know um just about a bunch of demo and reno stuff so yeah yeah getting in touch with my inner bob vila wow <laughs> that just should sound, it's just, that just sounded like bad fashion <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know you never had i do wear a lot of flannel you, yeah. do, you do wear a lot really of flannel do. you are you, really you are you got the beard yeah, yeah. you are pretty lumberjack yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to talk about removing mm-hmm. asbestos in your recessed closet. Oh. The first thing you want to do. Oh my god! Got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's awesome, but I mean that, that, that shit is like homeowner shit. Be more home, interesting. Homeowner <laughs> shit is just not not my bag. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week, Ricky? 
<laughs> How is your thrilling nonstop amazing? It's week? amazing. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. I know it's, it's it's going good. Just uh, finishing up second week of rehearsal of Edward Tulane and going into tech next weekend. We're gonna be opening next opening next weekend. Oh yeah yeah yeah. How about you, Ernesto? I um, let's see here. What was the question? How was your week? Oh, it's been great. You know, I uh, I have been doing some storytelling shows. I did a cool one um, for for kids, a kids themed show. Yeah, it was nice. scary. Where was the kids like at Space Fifty Five at their new location? Oh, nice. Yeah. Um and uh, um and Saturday is my Spanglish comedy show, and it's a free show, but we we asked people to RSVP. Or not, whatever. We just kind of wanted an idea, and it's already full, and no one can Sweet. RSVP anymore. So it's so technically sold out, but not sold out. So please come. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, right, it'll be over. By it'll then. be over by the, by the time we're gonna add all this. But, but the show was it was awesome, y'all. You should you should have went. <laughs> you should have went to the you show. Yeah, it was crazy. Remember that one thing that, that, one happened? Thing that happened? Oh my god! I it mean, was like, I mean, and then you and know, and like, then we just dealt with it. And you know? we're like, all right, cool. This because we're do pros. It. That's what happens. But you know, and yes, and. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> All right. Wikwikwi is a podcast of all things scary, queer, and Latinx. But we also like to remember that our culture is filled with joy, beauty, and complexities. And this is also an educational podcast. So get ready to get educated with. So today's guest so is Yerberias. Hi. Yerberia. <laughs> you guys, what's a Yerberia? Tell me, what is a Yerberia? Well, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> Someone told me I can't speak in my encyclopedia voice, so I'm just going to let you do it. Okay, well. Okay, let's see here. About tonality Tone? and like delivery. Mm-hmm. I don't like the delivery. Uh, okay. You don't like what I'm... You, you don't like the delivery. Well, let me, let me read me it's this. It's condescending but I want this. It needs to be I need you, talking to the common. I need you here. I need you here. I need you here. here. I need you here. You're like over here. Uh-huh. And you mm-hmm. over here. You know, you just, here. But, but you just go. And, and then if you need to scale back, I'll. I'll pull you back. I'll pull you yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. But, anyways, um, <laughs> a yerberia is actually, um, also, can also be a botanica. I never heard that called. Neither have I. I've never heard botanica, but yeah. Uh, bot- I think I'm going to imagine that's botanica, more Caribbean. Uh, um, or a botica. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a retail store that sells folk medicine, religious candles, and. Uh, statuary, statuary, amulets, and other products regarding magical or alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. So that's a place where they carry, um, yeah, all the herbs. If like your boyfriend cheated on you and you want him to go sterile, or, or <laughs> that was very specific. <laughs> Killing it kind of hot there. What what do you do <laughs> when you want his dick to fall when off? When you want his pee pee to fall off? <laughs> or did he, did he cheat with your dad? What the heck? <laughs> Cheating is cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and they saw the saints, and they're always like, I remember as a kid, um, because we were very religious, uh, my mom did not want us to go into those stores. Oh, yeah. Well, on her side, but my dad's side, they love those stores, right? Right. Um, and uh, uh, I went in there with my, uh, I think it was my uncle one time, and it was creepy. There was a bunch of saints, and they, they, there was, I remember this big statue with a, uh, with, what are they like the Grim Reaper? It looked like right. the Grim Reaper, but it was huge. I don't even know what that was, but uh, um, and it smelled terrible in there, like like strong odors of herbs, herbs yeah. and incense, incense and 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to, uh, for people who don't know, like a lot of Yerberias also have like various ofrendas for various saints. And uh, one of the more increasingly seen common ones is La Santa Muerte. Yeah. But what's an ofrenda? An ofrenda is basically like a, like a, a an offering stand. So mm-hmm. like you have a statue of the saint that you're praying to, maybe like a little bowl to kind of put something in there for them, like incense holders or something like that. And like, you know, just yeah, sometimes you have like a little capilla or like a little cover for them, you can like nail in uh, metal tokens that are emblematic of what you're praying for. Wow, like, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, it's there. There's a lot of lore behind it, and um, but yeah, like uh, so when you saw the Grim Reaper, that was probably like an early version of La Santa Muerte. Ooh, yeah, yeah. La Santa Muerte. She's popular right now. She's very popular. Yeah, and you know, just to back up a little, like uh, yerberias, um, and the alternative medicine, I guess, yeah. is very common. In in Latin culture, oh yeah, and it's it kind of blends. Um, some people are a lot of the a lot of uh, Latin America or Latin, I guess Latin America um, is 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 uh, South American Mexican. Yeah, yeah. whether well, a lot of a lot are Catholic or evangelical, but a lot of a lot of people will pepper in alternative medicine like well, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the both. So uh, so they're very popular. So a lot of times when um, people are sick or need, they need spiritual healing, they'll go to the yerberias along with uh, going to church. Well, yeah, because we talked, uh, Sandy mentioned it in one of our earlier episodes where a lot of times because of indigenous practices and right. then when colonization came in, um, a lot of the gods and goddesses and whatnot from indigenous practice were essentially partnered or or hid behind certain catholic saints so then that's why we see the catholic imagery popping up when they're playing there you know so someone may be praying to a saint but there's also a god that that saint is representing yeah Ooh. yeah it's kind of a way to be sneaky oh yeah 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 because right. they had the patron saint of voodoo is the virgin mary right i don't know if this relates that i don't know yeah i think I so know that yeah, yeah. Mm, I, I might be saying that wrong, but maybe, she's a maybe. significant saint in that in in that uh, or religion. an icon yeah. that they use. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I correct know us if I if yes, I'm wrong. Please, please write it. I don't know that. Um. Uh, anyways, uh, so you nail these amulets on or coins mm-hmm. onto. Yeah, or like little. They're supposed to be like little metal tokens. So like, if you're having foot surgery, you nail like a little foot onto the thing, and you pray to whatever saint you're looking for. Um. But yeah, and so. you said you know, you also that they do readings there. I didn't know they did like readings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, every yerbería that I've been into, someone there's like a back room or someone's on the side in the corner, and uh, and they'll do readings or tarot or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's like it's very sort of like there. It's a reflection of like indigenous practices. So like a lot of things that are very sort of like you know hush hush or like you know uh, native associated, they'll still do those things, mm-hmm. but they won't do them like up front. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, wow. yeah. You can go in the you can go in there and. Um, and in some places, there's a, I guess, a curandera there, and she'll. Uh, I would always imagine a curandera was running. She will. Uh, she's in like. the back. <laughs> she's she's I taking care of the books, it's like the craft. <laughs> it's like the craft. Yeah. She has that back room. And yeah, and you can go in there and is. say, you know what? Um, walls ripple. And stuff. I want to find love, and she will cast a spell on finding new love. Really? Yeah, I need money. Oh, I need it. That's what I need. Some money. Anywho, um, I think it was great. That's a perfect guess, Cecil. <laughs> And that's Guess Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. For you, the listeners of Uy Kui Kui Podcasts, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. 
This is a really great service, guys. I actually just downloaded Bless Me Ultima by Rudolfo Anaya. Mm, I love that book. I do too. I have, I have, I easily have three or four hard copies around this apartment somewhere. Uh, I have six. <laughs> at your place, you just, yeah, you, just you know, oh, yeah, you know what? I just saw, I just saw one at a thrift store. Um, <laughs> and I almost got you it. Almost I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like, we got so many. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, I have a lot of copies because I was doing a lot of research for it because that was actually the first show I directed at Teatro Bravo and you were actually in it. Then that was my very first play. <laughs> so if you want to know how the play began, check out the novelization of Bless Me Ultima by Rudolfo Anaya. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash uikukui. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash uikukui for your free audiobook. Today's topic, Carlos, you were really excited about this because um, I got this text that came and was like, we need to talk about creepy movies when we were kids or creepy kid movies or movies that are considered youthful films that are creepy and you use dark crystal as an example and and i immediately identified with like creepy films or like or like films that are intended for youth but there's always a creepy edge to it or or things that you know and yeah just things yeah that that things that are meant to be youthful but they're creepy um yeah, and f uh, so I'm just curious to have this conversation about how each of us have experienced that uh, growing up. Because you specifically said Dark Crystal. I'm a huge Jim Henson fan, but never got into Dark Crystal. And you were like, what the fuck? I saw it once. <laughs> I saw it once. But you know what? That would come on like, we didn't have cable. So it would come on. I mean, we didn't go to the movies to see anything. We waited until like it came on Saturday night on TV. But uh, that night. came on cable. And I never saw it until like I was older. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. And first up, I was never that forceful with my text message. I was like, well, hey, I, got, I know I it's got a lot of like, but would you guys possibly consider it? And you were like, this straight male this like, cis, ah. cisgender, this cisgender motherfucker. No, and spread it his but, way into but, my text. Like, ah. Well, if you actually look at the text stream, it starts in text and then I get images and I get pictures no, to support your Carlos disappointment. Carlos talks in bitmojis. And it's just, and it's like, you so drama, so extra. The dark crystal at so the formative and your formative years when you should have. So and extra. I think if anybody would have gotten something out of it, it would have been you because, yeah. like, it's it, okay. I kind of, so. I kind of have to side with Carlos. It was, it was, it was, it was no, it was, Shut it was, boom. It was boom. very, Ricky. It was very odd for me to hear that you didn't see Dark Crystal. I uh, tried watching it as a kid and got really bored. And you're uh, like a theater kid, and that doesn't mean and you're anything. a horror fan. No, no, no you because okay, what is turning in now? And, and I'm getting yelled at. Yeah, no, 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 because like theater people like all those like puppet stuff. Yeah, you yeah. are totally putting me in a box, both of you, right now. So yeah. it's like wow. Yeah, a theater guy box. That's terrible. I didn't see the Dark Crystal. The box that you built for yourself. But, no, <laughs> not have even clothes. Ernie, can you believe this? Good I mean, just, the box this is why we got had no cisgendered as motherfuckers <laughs> on this fucking podcast. I don't. I mean, are you as disappointed as I am? It, oh the box God. that never saw Jim Henson. Oh no, not the Dark no, Crystal. No, that's the thing. I saw a ton of Jim Henson. There are people but, yelling at their computers right now, <laughs> saying, "How did Ricky never see the Dark Crystal?" Mustafa in Turkey is yelling. <laughs> Okay. Like, I saw the dark crust though, all the exactly. way from Turkey. Okay, no, so but well, I, I, I saw. I, I can see why you, I'm not siding with you. I can see why you thought it was boring because I also thought it was pretty boring. Oh, it was so great. Okay, so the reason I wanted to talk about the dark crystal is a because I always kind of wanted to talk about creepy kids movies, and also because the dark crystal Age of Resistance dropped today. Well, as of this recording, what's that? Uh, dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Mm -hmm. It is the prequel series to the film The Dark Crystal. 
uh, that is on Netflix right now. We're not seeing it, and I'm probably not going to see it because of how much The Dark Crystal, the first film, messed me up. And I'll tell you why. Why? Because. It's the one with those little crows, right? They look like crows? Oh, they, first off, they're not little. They're enormous. <laughs> and they're, they're the most... Okay, listen. This movie came out like in 1982. Uh-huh. I think I was three. You maybe were four. And like... Oh, oh, did you just call me old? Did you see this? Yep. Cisgendered. But- <laughs> This misogynist patriarchal <laughs> motherfucker is up in here now. You guys will th- you'll, you'll throw me into a box yourself, don't worry. Anyway, but yeah, like by a year. Oh my God. Anyway, well. but yeah, so it had like this terrifying image. It was very much like, you know, uh, there's this planet called Thra. And there's these creatures called the Skeksis who rule over it like dark overlords. And they look like these mutated vulture creatures. And like uh, their counterpart are the mystics who kind of look like shaved llamas with four arms. And they look far, oh, yeah, they're yeah, far yeah. away. Yeah, remember? Okay. And like uh, the, they're trying to wipe out their uh, the last of the Gelflings. Okay. I, I, God, this, describing this really does make me sound like a nerd. Yes, it fucking it does. Is. I'm glad no, you're hearing that. Hold on. Hold on. But I mean, I mean, you've committed. I mean, so you I've, should go. You just keep going. I'm, I'm going. Don't worry. But anyway, so the Gelflings. The Skeksis are trying to kill the Gelflings because they think the Gelflings are going to destroy them by reuniting the Dark Crystal. It, it's a it's a huge world that Jim Henson created in this movie. And um, like, did he, did he write it also? He he. This is he wrote Dark, it also. The Dark Crystal wow. is Jim Henson's like ni- early eighties magnum opus. Like this is. I thought you can say magnum pi. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come out till eighty four. Oh, Jay Hernandez is the new magnum pi. Have you seen that? Oh my god, he's so hot. <laughs> that shows genius. No, but the reason that. <laughs> I bring up like Jim Henson's like magnum opus is because like Jim Henson not only was a, he was a huge hippie and like not only was he like, a big puppeteer but also like the Dark Crystal was a reflection of like a lot of what he believed in like he made it he made it scary on purpose because he wanted to introduce fear to children because like Guillermo del Toro he felt that fear was a very important uh, emotion for people to feel especially young people because of how dangerous it can be to be a child and so like um, he wanted kids to be introduced to fear through some sort of medium so that they would have that awareness because fear is basically like your safety alarm. It says like, you shouldn't be here. This is something I should be concerned about. And so he wanted, cause he didn't want kids to be idiots. He, he wanted them to understand and be fully aware of these things. So, um, but yeah. And also like, uh, it, 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 he made this entire world and it, the movie only lasted 90 minutes, which shocks me. But, um, but yeah, it's got like, you know, political intrigue. It's got like, uh, halls of like, you know, um, the wealthy and the privileged and how oppressive they are to like, um, uh, diminished communities, which are, you know, literally smaller than them. Um, it deals with concepts of like genocide and, uh, flat out murder and like exploitation. Well, I don't oh, remember this movie. Dude. See? See? <laughs> that, that, this is when I just put on Labyrinth instead. Yeah. Like, Labyrinth was Oh, I shit. thought it was that movie. No! no. This is oh what I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> they, they all look the same to me. No, la- no Labyrinth. I'm out. La- Labyrinth had, like, that... Like has the, Bowie. Oh, has that guy with the in Bowie. a hair. He was in a hair band, wasn't yes. he? Yes, <laughs> yes. He had that guy from Poison. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he has Cece Deville. Oh it was Cece Deville. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one with Kid Rock? It was oh. Lita, Lita Ford was <laughs> in that one. <laughs> Lita Ford was an Hanson. <laughs> Standing on shaky ground. Oh, oh, Lita Ford. No, but the thing. Yeah, for me, Dark Crystal was not a part of my childhood. <sighs> nope. It, it was, just wasn't. It just, and then, yeah, whatever. I mean, it just, 
No, it was something that never attracted me. I was, for me, it was 100% Labyrinth. And that, I, that was my shit. I think Wait, you, what was Labyrinth and that's about? that's great, and I appreciate that, and I will Labyrinth see it. Labyrinth was the movie where, like, Jennifer Connelly is a little girl who lives in fantasy and fiction. She wishes her little brother would go away because, like... Do you notice know. how his voice changes when he just doesn't care because it's not Dark Crystal? It's, like, less exciting. <laughs> she hates her brother. Her brother, you know, blah, blah, blah. Her David brother's an asshole. Nobody, <laughs> nobody went to therapy because David Bowie turned into an asshole. Owl. I'm telling you. He turned into an owl? Yes. He was Ultima. He was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I think you really would have enjoyed it. I'm I, sure. I, I would invite you to give it like another watch. Because and what I have just said at the beginning of this <laughs> chastising was that I'm going to watch it because the new show is coming out. Yeah, but no, I mean like, but. When he gets out of his box. When he, out of, when he gets out of his box. I've already turned it into a theater piece, so <laughs> that's, what, that's how long this conversation has been going. Starts with me. We're, We're all in black. Done. We're done already. We're all in black. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that, but that was one that scared you as a kid, or were you just started obsessed with text with it? messages, mm-hmm. angry text messages? So, what, I mean, did it scare you? You sounded like yeah. you're like jerking off well, on it, no, like it, you were just excited about it more than yeah, scared of it. I feel it like was, I agree. I feel like you. Were, oh, now, you, now. you were tugging your peepee on this one. <laughs> no, three year old you, three year old me. Okay, three year old me was like had trouble sleeping after seeing this movie. Okay, um, but like uh, when what specific specifically stood out from it they're like oh like the if, like, the, the hideous grotesque imagery okay i mean like the main villains the skeksis were all like gnarled yeah they were ugly one of the very first things you see is like one of these creatures like you know he's on his deathbed and he's like thrashing around he's in his death throes and he's like i'm not dead yet and he's like ah ah and then like he struggles for breath his eyes roll in the back of his skull and then he just plummets against yeah. the pillow and his his skull and his body just collapses into dirt like in front of you i'm three but was Henson was because I don't believe that all of Henson's work was meant for kids. It was. I mean, it well, wasn't meant for kids. Just because it was puppetry doesn't make it kid oriented, right? Like, correct. I mean, just it's because, like a big mouth. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> it's the medium. My They're favorite cartoon, medium. FYI. But because uh, like Labyrinth has more of a kid friendly feel, where yeah. Dark Crystal never felt no. friendly. No. 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 Um, he was he was telling like a story about a world and right. its struggles. So in a world. Yeah. Right. And so like it wasn't and maybe it wasn't necessarily like, you know, purely for children. But because um, there's like, like, like there's a lot of weird, like high end themes that, you know, you're not even thinking about. I mean, but yeah. Um, so it wasn't necessarily entirely for kids. But, um, you know, the idea of teaching children through this film was very much in his head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of kid films or a lot of films like that, that I it's like trickery because sure. there's some cute animal or whatever in there. And, uh, um, but it's not necessarily for kids. Like, it's like gr- gremlins, like you, gremlins you or, that. yeah. Oh, Cause that was one that you liked. Well, t- 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 I liked it, but it scared that. the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. And I saw all of them. Yeah. Well, how many were there? Three? Two. There's two. There's two. There's two. The I thought there was one, the third one. The, no, the second one was better. It was a little more engaging, more entertaining. The new but the batch. first one was, you know, it scared me. That guy, that one, the guy at the store that, um, he gave all the rules, right? He was the one who yeah. sold them. Right. The and, and, and yeah. And he had like a cataract eye. Yeah. But that scared me. Yeah. And, uh, and then when at the end, I think it was that one. I'm not sure if it was the first one or the second one, the way they kill him, right? Where they threw water on him. Yeah. And they started bubbling. Yeah. <laughs> and then this, his skeleton like jumps out and oh, yeah. there's a jump scare. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. first one. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> There was like, yeah. Braille, Braille, 
and then when he exploded in the microwave yeah yeah oh, yeah. oh when the mom and just quick tip of the hat to, uh, to to the mother in that movie seven gremlins she nails them all except yeah. for one yeah. she like knifes it and microwaves one and but anyway but like no there was this really long bend from like the mid 70s to like the early to mid 80s where mm -hmm. people were doing like quote-unquote children's movies that were just bonkers in like their imagery and their themes i mean like um, Wizards was another one. It's a yeah. Ralph Bakshi cartoon. Um, if you just look it up if you want to. Um, oh, what's that other movie? Witches? The Witches. The Witches. Oh, oh it was like the early 90s. Yeah, that was another one. Well, Roald Dahl himself, his work is just dark. As yeah, he's rock. creepy. Yeah. I mean, like he did, um, <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory uh -huh. and that n insane boat ride. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's been like a bit, it was, it sort of seemed to have like, uh, a heyday. In like that seventies, eighties transition. Roald Dahl also did James and the Giant Peach, right? He yeah. did. Yeah, I love that. He did. I love that movie. I love that book. Yeah. Yeah. I read it in the third grade. Yeah. And we were excited. Oh, our teacher read it to us. And we were excited because uh at one point someone says uh in the book, You're acting like an ass. Oh, it was a big deal for us, <laughs> let me tell you. We talked about it all day. Teacher <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I mean like just this that, that theme of like, you know, introducing horror to children. You know, yeah. it's, um, yeah, well, we do it in our culture all the time. Yeah. El Cucuy, La Llorona, who else? Who are the other monsters? Those are the, my, those are the ones I was exposed to mostly. Yeah. You, you, El you Señor. Know, what's, the, what's the other Have one? Have you heard of El Señor? I saw some kid at the store get scared the other day. What the hell was that? No, oh. it was just some random guy. I think my mom used what? to say that too. My mom used to say that too, that I better behave or I'm going to call El Señor. Who the fuck is El really? Señor? Who is that? But it sounded like the creepiest thing. I just pictured some big ass man gonna come and like stomp wow. on me, and I saw I saw some uh, little boy get scared too at the at the that's store. That's funny. No, well, not funny, but that's weird. Uh -huh. For me, it was like, el señor. And I was that kid was like, no. I mean, I've said before, no, before I've said before when I was a kid, I was like, I'm gonna call the police, and that uh -huh. was like enough to freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you know, call him. Well, I mean, I think even Labyrinth as a kid, there's that one scene where she meets. I can't remember the guys. The creatures the where, they start, where, where they start pulling off their yeah. body parts and throwing them at each other and their body parts start walking around and yeah. they start putting their body parts in different arrangements arrangements and shit. That was fucking unnerving to me. The commercial for Labyrinth, when they show the faces of all those like grotesque goblins, I literally, I, anytime that commercial came up, I had to just yeah. cover my eyes because it was so, the, the, the design of like the Muppets that they kind of put out. It's so there's something very like realistic and sort of like a violation of the uncanny valley yeah. that you see. And it's sort of like, oh, and people like even got freaked out looking at like uh, the two main characters, the Gelflings and the Dark Crystal, because they <laughs> look yeah, so they do look weird. Yeah, yeah but because they, they kind of look realistic. Right. And you're like, are those people? Right. What is that? What is that? Right. So but yeah, you know what other one I was reading that people were scared of, but I don't remember watching it. Uh, shitty, shitty, bang, bang. <gasps> the child catcher. Yeah. I remember hearing this. I saw parts of Chitty. Chitty. But, but I saw pictures of him, and he was creepy. Oh, that's right. Okay, I think I know what he looks like. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, super creepy looking. Yeah, little, he's got like a hump, doesn't he? Or yes. big shoulders? Or yeah, something. and yeah, the, long the nose. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And the uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame was another one that people were scared of. And mm. um, it For was me, like it was like characters that would scare you in movies. Then Kid of the Eighties. The Return to Oz was. Oh yeah, the Return to Oz was one. Dark. But I didn't. I didn't watch that one. Though. The Return to Oz started more goth kids than Ooh. anything else really? on the earth. Oh, I gotta watch so it. So many goth kids I know. They're like the Return to Oz was there. Was there Sergeant Pepper's? Well, you had Nancy from the Craft in it as a little girl. Bruce Bulk played Dorothy. Oh, I don't like. I don't like the Craft. What? Get out of here. <laughs>
Who's <laughs> no, corny to oh, Now God, turn on so him good. in front of me. I will. Well, <laughs> no, there's but, company I want right now. <laughs> 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 there's company listening. No way. <laughs> no, but uh, but for the bulk started it. I mean, everyone talks about the roller monkeys. Is it the roller monkeys or wheelers. the roller dudes? Where wheelers. they got like wheels for hands and Wait, feet. The wheelers. Is, this is the Return to Oz. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, you know what? I feel like I I would always get the Wizard of Oz the original one and that and movie like, one? mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah was, because like. Like when I watched The Wizard of Oz on stage, right? And I was like, well, where's those monkeys? Like, <laughs> with hands and wheels. Yeah. 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 And then the Wit Queen who removed her head. Mombi. There's a scene where, oh my God. Um, man, they tried to mess us up as children. Um, but yeah, like, uh, there's a scene where Dorothy has to, like, get something from Mombi's case or from Mombi. And it's in, like, the case where she keeps her original head. And so she, un- she oh, it's, it's, it's the, the tension they create in that film is alarming for like a, a, a 1985 pseudo children's film. But like, uh, basically she, she opens up the cabinet really delicately and she's getting the stuff out. And at the last second, just eyes pop open. And then like the head just starts saying like, Dorothy girl, oh, yeah, like yeah, really yeah, dramatically. Yeah. And then all yeah. the heads start yelling at her and I she's running that. down a, a hall of screaming heads. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> But then there were also like films. Well, I mean, I guess it's in the same vein, right? It's like, it's almost, well, no, because there are some films that I think are confused to what it is. Is it a kid's film? Is this an adult film? Is this a horror film? Like the one that always was a big deal to me as a kid was the Monster Squad <gasps> with the group of kids, group of like Goonies, but, mon- but with Universal Monsters. Like there was this, like, kids, like it was the Goonies and they oh, fight I Universal remember Monsters. That. Yeah. Okay. But if you watch this film, like just the way that the dialogue is written and the way that these kids talk, you're like, yeah, they're kids, but this could also sit with adults. And I think like the scene at the end that always sticks with me that freaked me out as a kid is so like the whole thing is like Dracula needs to get this amulet that's gonna like take over you know give him amulet. power you know give him power to take over the world all these monsters take over the world and this little girl has it like we're talking like five year old sweetheart girl in the movie and he grabs this little girl by the face and picks her up and says give me the amulet you bitch and it was like it just Damn. it gave it a wow. different tone because yeah. you're like, what am I watching now? <laughs> oh, I thought this was supposed to be a fun kids movie <laughs> too, but like they just deliberately blurred the lines between making it like playing with like the horror and the violence yeah. and the language, which was very like realistic. I think like with kids kind of talking to each other and bantering each other, but it was something yeah. you hadn't seen, you know. I think at that time, at least you know me. Yeah, because the Goonies was so clean. Still, it was goofy and funny. Oh, and Goonies was so much fun, but they, they weren't you know calling each other you know assholes and bitches and shit in it where like monster squad did that and it was just like it's kind of shocking for yeah. the time monster squad blew up a werewolf that reassembled itself and i was like really oh yeah, yeah i've and never like, seen yeah. this the these gill man kill yeah these kids kill people left and right <laughs> yeah the gill man crushes some guy's skull there's a lot of blood in it yeah that. yeah it's a great movie. i got it on dvd <laughs> you know what movie scared me well it seems a bit or specifically one scene Pee-wee Herman's Big Adventure. It's just I'm out. Moments. Oh my moments. god! It has, I, as a kid, I used to be freaked out by the the large Marge. Yes, large Marge. Large Marge. And her big eyes came out because you didn't expect oh, that yeah, claymation switch. That claymation <laughs> switch, and especially it wasn't just the jump scare, but it was like a technology switch. Like you're so used to a straightforward film, then all of a sudden Tim Burton throws in his claymation, his claymation shit, and it was like, oh my god! I remember that freaked me out as a kid. Freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> Freaked us all out. But like, hey, that 
that crazy like 70s 80s wave of just like bring your kids to this one wink yeah, wink like, dun, 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 dun. trying to create patience for the virgin well, therapy industry I'm looking yeah. here and it was like 15 characters that scared you but they really shouldn't have but they did what's the other one uh, yeah we said that one we said that one we said that one oh E.T. E.T. was, was kind of creepy uh, uh, when they find him in the river and he's all pallid and stuff like that and Elliot's all crying over him yeah, yeah. What, what did Elliot do after? Like, did he do any other movies? Yeah, he was he's like a hot stuff. guy right now. He, what have I seen him in? He was just in or, something recently. Or did he turn into like Haley Joe? He was in, oh yeah, he's, he was just. <laughs> Why are you fat shaming the kid from Sixth Sense? <laughs> I'm not fat shaming him. I just say he looks terrible. <laughs> he was just in um, that haunting, at, not, is it haunting a Hill House? Just wow. <laughs> haunting at Hill House. Was oh, just I like that. Netflix, I right? like that uh, movie. Right, it was just the series. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 he was I, the dad. Yeah, he's the dad. Oh, wow. oh. Well, oh, then he is hot still. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's still working. He's still doing stuff. And Yoda? Nope. No, he, he was, was creepy. Nope. Nah. He yeah, was he, was, he, he was, was chill as hell. Chewbacca was creepy. Nah. Nah. No, not Chewbacca. Uh, Darth the, Vader. The big snake, the blob thingy. Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. kind of give you that so one. Gross. There were some. Shelley Duvall's theater stuff was always weird. Remember Shelley Duvall's yes, I do. fairy tale theater on TV? It was just like straightforward tellings of fairy tales, but it was always kind of weird. And I remember the, the episode. And, yeah, I remember the episode of like Bo Bridges is like the guy, the prince who's trying to rescue Rapunzel. I feel like Shelley Duvall played a lot of characters too. <laughs> Probably she yeah. popped up a lot. Yeah, but yeah, she's like her he, show. He's he's climbing Rapunzel's hair, and then the witch comes and cuts his hair, and then Bo Bridges like literally falls to the ground, and then digital blood starts coming out of yeah. his eyes. I was like, "What am I blood. watching?" <laughs> it was it was the eighties, so it was just like red Crayola lines then on his yeah. face. But still, it was just sort of they like, should make movies like that again. Because <laughs> that cheesiness is wonderful. Consider they brought back the Dark Crystal, so you know, hey, yeah, maybe they're going to start lining them up. What movie is that? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest Ortiz, everyone. Ernest Ortiz. <laughs> Our next comic coming to the stage is. <laughs> you know what scared me? Um, I didn't watch it so much, but my brother loved it. Um, but it was Clash of the Titans. Yeah, I love yeah. those ones, the Harryhausen films. Oh man, Medusa. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that one. scary. Uh, the Sinbad and the Seven Seas, all those films are really great. Same like director, it's that kind of claymation oh, monster stuff. I didn't, I didn't know that story. Oh yeah, Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad. I know the comic. Oh yeah, the Sam comic Sinbad. Yeah, the comedian. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's interchangeable. I work in the industry. I know what I'm talking about. Thank you. <laughs> this is gen- gendered as much. This is gendered. <laughs> it's a comic book too. Um, <laughs> Trying to think what else. I mean, I always thought it was weird that, that like Saturday morning cartoons, which they don't have anymore, uh, but Saturday morning cartoons would always end. It was at least on one of the channels, like right at the very end of Saturday morning cartoons was, um, Tales from the Dark Side. And stuff yes. Like yeah. So it was so like just close proximity to like, you know, having, you know, your, your kid TV stuff and then going right into some horror storytelling. Um, Tales from the Crypt had its own cartoon for a while. For a minute. It was yeah. cute. It was, it, was it was weird. It was less than scary. <laughs> yeah, like, it was cute. Yeah. What's Watership Down? Oh. 
<laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the whole studio with you. Yes, you don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't know what Watership Down is. You don't know what Watership Down is? No, I'm looking no. at two rabbits hugging. Oh my God, they're not hugging. Okay. No, they look like no, they look like they're hugging. Water, Watership Down is basically the story about like, I feel like I've seen everything. Oh my yeah, God. It like and it, it. But like Watership Down is basically. It says that one minute bloody butt, bloody bunny bloodbath. Yes, it is very much so. 30, oh, 31 minute bunny bloodbath. Yeah. It's like a okay. So there are these rabbits, and they live in a in a, in a hill that's called Watership Down. And like one of them, it turns out to be psychic. Don't I don't know why. Anyway, and he sees like a vision, like we got to get out of this warren, or else it's going to get poisoned, and we're all going to die. And like a handful of them are like, okay, I guess so. And so they take off, and then it turns out that indeed Watership Down gets like gassed, and like you know all you and like you see in the car, the animated film, you see all these bunnies like struggling in holes trying to get away from poison. Oh, I have gas, seen this. And their eyes are all like bulging Jeez, out, and out of desperation that rolls in the back of their skulls. And there's one survivor who's like, "You were right about the whole thing." And that's when the horror starts, because then they have to find like a new home, and then they're like in this desperate. They basically become refugees. It's right. a refugee story. It's a refugee story. Yeah. So they're trying to find a way, uh, and of course they come upon this one like. Get a load of this uh, bloated, overweight, hyper aggressive, you know, like a guy called the general right. um, who's like, we got to exterminate the rest of these bunnies because they're going to pose a threat to us because, you know, refugees. When did this come on, though? The 70s. It was the 70s and they just did a remake. Yes. BBC, really? BBC just released a remake yeah. like two years ago or a year ago yeah. with all these famous British voices. Oh, God. I can't watch thing. that. I can't watch anything with British voices. <laughs> 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 I can't do it. But for Watership Down, yeah, just, it's it's just this nonstop like bunny bloodbath, and you're like, what? The heard about it? Yeah, I had no idea what it was until it's, I heard about the remake, and I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this is. And yeah, then, yeah. It's I mean, uh, it's a lot twisted. The same author wrote another book called The Plague Dogs, which was turned into an animated <laughs> film. It's oh. so much worse. Oh my the god, The Plague Dogs. Yes. Wow. So oh. it's like in the same uh, political social commentary through the perspective of the animal world like animal yeah. farm kind yeah. of there's oh. the animals of farthing wood that's another one it's okay. just like the okay a similar story animals are driven out of the forest because of development so they have to find a new home they become refugees and as they try to find a new place to live they're just massacred one by one by one and there's wow. a scene i only saw the I, parts of like the animated version but basically like the mom mouse and the dad mouse uh they're trying to lead their three children away and they're like oh we need to escape we need to escape the mom i think dies but like all all the baby mice oh i've seen this are impaled by a shrike on yeah. like thorns and you see their little dead ma- baby mouse bodies dangling and i'm like jesus christ <laughs> wow but again the- and now a word from our sponsor it's a hell of a commercial break wow <laughs> it's like and now a word from our sponsor lithium <laughs> the drug you need if you saw these movies <laughs> but uh no like uh, but yeah like a lot of these authors uh, uh they use animals as analogies right. for like larger issues um right. so it's it's very much in that same vein of like showing you you know this is what we see on the news but this is much more what it's like to live it right? if you are a mouse <laughs> no what about Little Monsters? You ever watch Little Monsters, Howie Mandel and, and Fred with, Savage? With Fred Savage, I used to have the biggest crush on Fred Savage. Oh, my God. You know, the movie wasn't creepy, but there were like moments when they went into that monster underworld. Like just some of the yeah. 
the monster makeup just was gross and just got to me at the end when they I, there's, I didn't see the whole film but like at the end the main antagonist he's like a little boy as well something but it, like that but it yeah, turns out like he's a, they did like a behind they did a behind the back reveal on him yeah. and it turns out he's just like wearing like a boy skin, skin yeah, and it's, it's all like tied up in the back and you see like this weird monster in the back and all of a sudden like he erupts out and he's like, ha ha ha, I'm really a monster. And it's just the most it's vulgar gross. thing. It's I mean, gross. like, yeah. It's fucked up. Can you imagine wearing like a person suit? No, Have you I, seen those no. people that, uh, that address? <laughs> no, <up>? I don't. <laughs> don't think about that. <laughs> no. Which brings us to the animated version of Leatherface, <laughs> yeah. the Texas no. Chainsaw <laughs> Mini Girl. Yeah. Uh, junior. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, have you seen those people that dress up in drag? But they're they instead of like putting on makeup, they put on a whole gross suit. I've seen yes. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. So this. they're all plastic. Yeah, it's and then, like a doll kind yeah, of culture thing. <laughs> their eyes are the only things like sticking out. Play. Yeah, that's so weird. I know it must be hot it's in there. Yeah, but there's got to be something. That's got to be a part of the kink, I guess. Like, uh-huh. I like people like like we're gonna have someone on later that um um we just gotta find a time to get him on. But he's he wants to talk about uh, pup play. And there's a uh, interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. I think yeah. Well, at least in the gay community, it happens. I, I'm sure it yeah, happens in totally. the straight community. But um, can I stick uh, around for this? <laughs> <laughs> well, not today. <laughs> yeah, and he, I mean, he. I won't say anything. I just want to listen. He likes to. He likes to. Uh, um, that's his fetish. He puts on a leather dog mask, and he's the dog. And and then there's a. I'm I'm sure I'm saying this wrong, but there's a, a master, and the master tells him what to do, and. He scratches behind his ears and all that stuff, and then he says it's hot in there. I was like, "What? Well, take I it off." Bet. Does he wear? Does he wear the rubber tail that inserts into his? Um... I don't think he does, but I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it too. Yeah, the butt plug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, we're all adults here, Carlos. You can say it <laughs> <laughs> like you've never touched back there <laughs> with foreign objects. <laughs> <laughs> You said you said we were never going to talk about that night in Reno. <laughs> One, I would never go to Reno. <laughs> <laughs> you did that. <laughs> and we would definitely talk about it. Um, <laughs> have you guys seen The Brave Little Toaster? You know, um, I remember going to the movies as a kid to see it, but I don't remember what happened. But I, I don't know, but it's a scary clown on this picture. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember I know, I've it? never even heard of it. Oh, you never heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. It's a Disney film. It is? I believe it Disney's is. Disney's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, E.T. came up on this list, the scary people. Dumbo. Oh. Oh, the, oh yeah. The, the scene where the, he was the high elephant, as fuck. The elephant, <laughs> the drunk. He was drunk. He was drunk. Yeah, elephants on parade. Yeah, yeah. that was that was scary. That was it was weird. Movie. Disney has a reputation for being like cuddly and stuff, but they came up with some pretty intense things. I mean, like The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which came out, like I think... Like in ninth in the in the mid nineties, that was a pretty intense movie where mm-hmm. like the Frollo guy, he like he he burns in hell, like yeah. he sees like a statue. Um they did a movie called The Black Cauldron too. Oh yeah, remember that. Oh, uh, if you saw that one. Yeah, where like the main villain, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this nineteen eighty six classic. Um but yeah. What's it called? The, the Black, Black Cauldron. Cauldron. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. And like where at the very end, like the heroes beat the bad guy and the bad guy is literally, literally, literally desiccated and pulled apart skeleton like, yeah. boom by boom into the, it was like, Ugh. So, yeah, there's a, you know, there was a, um, yeah, it's their darkest movie ever that they've done. And they had to like, I think that film, listening to some documentary, uh, but that film like kind of caused them to like restructure some things at Disney yeah. at the time because of what was, 
what came from that. And then like, I guess in to Disney Tokyo or to, you know, they, they actually have a black cauldron ride or they had a, <laughs> like a walkthrough exhibit and it was just really dark and creepy. And I mean, it was very successful in Japan, but not something here in the States, but it doesn't exist anymore. But, but, uh, duh, duh, definitely their darkest thing. And Tim Burton actually worked on that. That's where him working, wow. him working as a background animator on that is why he does not own the rights to Nightmare Before Christmas. Wow. Because he came out with Nightmare Before Christmas while he was working oh. on that. So Disney owns it. That's why well. it's everywhere. No wonder. <laughs> he I talks, mean, he's very bitchy about it in his autobiography. I, he talks about it. <laughs> I would be too. That was like, <laughs> yeah, but you know, he's making millions doing other shit. Bazillions. Bazillions. But, uh, but you know what? Uh, movie was uh, not creepy, but the best. That was. Is this? Are you gonna say yeah, that? I'm gonna say the garbage pail no. kid. The movie. Oh my god, I hated that movie so much. <sighs> the garbage pail. Okay. I love the car. That you saw. Uh, you yes, saw I the did. Garbage yes, I did. Because okay. I collected okay. garbage pail okay. kid. Okay. I loved it. Like, uh, okay. it's such a bad movie. It's Hickey, so gross. Hickey, Nicky, and oh, I love. Then the, the girl who threw up all over the place. Well, yeah. It was gross. It was. It was just like the. Uh, uh, it was just like the cards, but uh, you don't want to see that in a movie form. You realize when you watch it. Oh, you know what was scary? Yes, this one was to me. The Secret of Nim. Is that how you say it? Yes, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Don that's... Bluth is another one of those. He like, lives here. Yeah, he a big, huge story about Don Bluth. Oh, he has but a anyway. theater company. Yeah. Yep. In yeah. his living room. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. And everyone auditions, been. it's cast because he doesn't believe in rejecting children. But um, but yeah, when he was an animator, all the scary animated movies came from Don Bluth Studios. Yeah. Um, like Land Before Time had some very terrifying elements to it. Do all dogs go to heaven. All, do- all dogs go to heaven. Oh, I love that one. When you see visions of hell and like, mm-hmm. yeah, and then uh, yeah, um, the secret of Nim that was another one. It was just like he was not afraid of showing no. you stuff. He was mm-hmm. like, "This is it, kids." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, he was good. I liked him. Yeah. Uh, he was a really good animator too. Yeah, he was very smooth." Um, <laughs> what was the video game that he made? Dragon's Lair. Dragon's, Dragon's Lair. Lair. Dragon's Lair. I remember that playing yeah. at the arcade. Yeah, but yeah. it was like horrible. It was like horribly hard to play too. It yeah. Was yeah, like yeah, but it was really like just to watch the animation. Yeah. It was. It was like yeah. a cartoon, <laughs> pretty much. It was. It was. It was like the first video game. I think it was entirely on laserdisc. Um, so but it was also really gruesome. Like you saw things get chopped in half, and like there was like animated blood in that too. And I was yeah. like, Jesus, Don, save some for later. Love <laughs> it. Well, it's Love here. It. I mean. I think in one game I beat up a prostitute. That was Grand Theft Auto. Oh, Grand Theft Auto, yeah. That was not cartoony, though. <laughs> <laughs> one that creeped me out a lot that I don't think, uh, I mean, maybe it was, no, I don't think it was intended for kids, but I gravitated towards it because it's like a fairy tale world is Legend. Yeah. By uh, not Coppola. No, who did it? Who directed Legend. it? Legend with Tom Cruise when it was like the, and Tim Curry is the devil and has it like Tom Cruise kind of plays like a, Forest boy, oh, kind of, and he's he in love the, with a princess. He was and, the big devil. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and Tim Curry was the huge yeah, darkness, the big, yeah, huge okay, devil. Yeah, the yeah. horns. The horns. Enormous yeah. horns. Yeah, just that whole, that whole. He looked like a beetle. Like, there's those, be- those, uh, those horn beetles. Like, they have the big, oh, I see what the you're big beakers in the front. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That movie was beautiful and freaked the crap out of me as a kid. I love that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, never a fan. Not a fan. No, I mean, I like, they it. kill the unicorn. That's the how. That's the how everything starts. And I was like, <gasps> Oh, that's right. They did yeah. kill a unicorn. Yeah. I think that, you know what? I know all the beginnings to movies and because the I cannot. I cannot watch the rest of them. I'm like, I'm this, gonna go get popcorn. The scene that always sticks out to me in Legend is when they capture the princess. 
um, and she's imprisoned uh, at the castle or wherever it is, you know, where the devil is. Um, and she's in a room and there's a bunch of, I just remember a bunch of like jewelry and a bunch of like riches everywhere, essentially. Yeah. And a, a table full of food. And then this figure of death, like a feminine figure of death comes in and they do this beautiful dance with death essentially. And then she's dancing with this like shadow image. And then all of a sudden the shadow and image in her become one and she becomes this new like servant yeah. to the devil. And I was just, I don't know. That was just always the creepiest fucking movie. And I loved it so much. She has her gothy makeover yeah. with the black lips. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With the chola lips and the I dark eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Soundtrack by Tangerine dream. Yes. I love that movie. Oh, Who's yeah. Tangerine dream. It's a real eighties group. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny because a lot of these movies that I saw, I saw, and this is a blast in the past. I used to see them at the dollar a theater at Maryvale. If you oh yeah, the Maryvale, just oh, on Fifty First yeah, Avenue and, uh, yeah. and Indian School. That's yeah. where I saw Rockadoodle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Rockadoodle. Rock-a- I loved Rockadoodle's hair. You saw Rockadoodle. Oh, I did. I saw Rockadoodle. That was a great movie. Well, you saw it for a dollar, so. <laughs> It's a dollar. (laughs) I love those dollar movies because you'd pay the dollar and then the popcorn was a dollar and the drinks were a dollar. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Three bucks. Yeah. Have a night. Whole night. Yeah. Yeah. I think I took my girlfriend, Susan, uh, uh, on a date to... uh, Way back Way back when. (laughs) Way back when. Before Uh, you knew some things, I'm guessing. (laughs) We all knew it. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we went after a dance. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. And the whole thing. The whole thing. I don't want to hear this story, but uh. that's about it. <laughs> Is there anything now, though? Like, what? What do the films today that are intended for youth? Do they have the same creep factor? Like, as you know, when when we were growing up. Well, I mean, you have to ask a kid, but um, a lot of modern films. See, Paddington actually was uh, called out for being kind of like, uh, you know, like having like breaching the uncanny valley with the bear. And so, um, and there were people who were kind of thrown off by that. I loved it. I love Paddington one. I love Paddington two. There were some terrifying really? elements in them. Paddington, the new movie. Yeah. 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 I love Paddington. He's a sweet opinion, but yeah, also a refugee story. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, like, um, like Paddington. Yeah. Paddington bear, man. <laughs> With the British accent Paddington. Paddington bear. He comes in the, from the middle. He comes from South America. He makes his way somehow across an ocean hmm. and he's just standing in the bus station being like, someone please help me. And like, uh, Oh, this is the first one. I'm just going to get a little lit here, uh, a little woke on this one. Uh, <laughs> the the last one of the last things that his aunt says to him before she puts him on a ship to go to England, she says, um, "The explorer." There was a British explorer she met before. She said, "The explorer told us of a great war in his land," and he said, "When people uh, from their children." were put uh, had notes around their necks and people would take care of them They're like so strangers would help them and she says um so she puts a note around his neck so you know he'll be treated fairly and she says um uh they will not have they will not have forgotten how to treat a stranger and so when he gets there like the first thing that has happened is he's in, he's in, ignored entirely by society so oh until, who knew paddington yeah so deep until like sally walker i want to say she was in um the fish, the girl who loves the, Sally Hawkins. Um, and she's like, I'll take you in with her family. And everyone's like, oh my God. And it's, yeah. And then mm-hmm. they took in a bear. I took in a bear. That's that, yeah. I like bears. Yeah. Yeah. You've taken Sometimes them. they're really cute. Woof. Grr. <laughs> Grr. <laughs> I mean, I think the, the last like yeah, youth-based film that I saw that has definite creep factor because Guillermo del Toro was behind it was uh, 
scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh yeah, how was that? I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't. I mean, I read. I read the books finally. Yeah, I mean, I read them. I mean, they had profound impact on me as a kid. They're not as scary now because it's like it's very much based in folklore that we know. But Uh it's like it's really about the illustrations, and it's just the memories that I remember what those books made me feel when I was a kid. Um, the film, I mean, it's, it's its own thing. Uh, I think it's well done. I think the monsters are gorgeous. They're very much Guillermo del Toro monsters. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious to see how it keeps going. Cause there's three books and it kind of leaves it open that it's going to continue. Um, yeah. but you don't know. There's, oh, there's three. Get, I there's only three, read two. Yeah. There's three books. I, I only read two. Um, I'm missing one. I can let you borrow them. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it. And I think, yeah, I mean, but that's like deliberately intended to be a horror film, but I mean like, Things that are deliberately like creepy hmm. that hmm. aren't intended to be horror, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not as involved, I think. In I the... think people, um, well, we have a lot more censorship now. Sure. So, well, but I mean, I think it's creativity, right? It's like, it's like. We tend to treat kids with more kid gloves these days. Um, so, um, they, uh, you know, we, we try to like, you know, be a lot more, uh, sensitive to their needs. Um, so, I think like we're a lot, we're more afraid of like introducing those sorts of terrifying elements to kids in the same way that we were before. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, it's, I don't think we're afraid of introducing fear. We just are diff- we're, we're, we're less upfront and direct with how we do it. Because, I mean, if you remember like, what is it? Finding Nemo? Um, the whole story is about like, uh, you know, uh, a separation of like family or family separations. Right. And so. Finding um, Nemo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a Dory. Yeah, the first okay. like the first shot, the, the <laughs> first scene has the, yeah, like the first I had to picture it. <laughs> no, the first scene is like the barracuda eating all the eggs, but you don't see it. You're left to your, it's left to your imagination. Whereas back in the seventies and eighties, in those heydays of those uh, children's horror films, it's right there. Right. It's like here's the decapitated body, kids, and like ah. <laughs> you should put that shit back. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. If they do, those kids will turn out like me. Is that oh, what you want? No. Is that what you want, Ernie? Well, I mean, I mean maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what we need. Yeah. I don't know. More of this. Kids today aren't getting vaccinated, so. It's, <laughs> they turn out it's their parents, that's why. <laughs> and that's the true horror. Yeah. Wow. Well. Lovely. Well. We'll keep looking out for that creepy horror shit. Not really that creepy, weird, youthful shit. Yeah. Just watch the movies with your kids. Yeah, just, just go back to just, them. Just yeah. watch. They're there. Enjoy them. Yeah. And remember... If you hear the door creak. If you see the lights flicker. If it feels like something's there. It's not your imagination. Run, Run, perras. It's the cuckoo.